Okay, it just says that Puff is in. I'm in. I think that should do it. Okay. And Craig just DM'd me because he's nice like that. Aw, what a gentleman. Oh, Craig. Mac's gonna totally keep this, which... Mm. So, it is uh, July 17th today, apparently. Who knew? And uh, we're back with another episode of Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Oh my god, they were teammates. Um, it's just me and Puff today. It's officially the off season. It is the off season now. Yeah. You get off season content. You will get all the content about the draft, about the first couple days of free agency, how fucking uh mind blown we were when Johnny Gaudreau decided to go to Columbus. <laughs> Everything you've ever wanted, you're gonna get it. Just me and Puff today. Yep. So um how about we start with a little bit of uh, a trend in the offseason, and that's not um, players being signed. It's uh, people behind the bench and in the front office. We've got a special extra long segment of Representation Station. Which we always love. We do love seeing content for this. Yeah, we, we, we were like, well, the, I guess the NHL said you can have a little representation this offseason as a treat. As a treat. And we were like, thank you. Except it wasn't and it was really a good treat NHL, because so. what was you that puff? Except it wasn't really the NHL itself, but you know, you know what I mean. Like it was, it was just board. several teams decided, hey, it's about time, and it isn't yeah. even just the NHL actually. No, it's not. It's, um, it's because good. um, let's start there then, because in the AHL with the Coachella Valley Firebirds, which is the Kraken AHL affiliate, uh, Jessica Campbell was made the assistant coach, making her the first woman behind the bench which is really cool because a lot of these jack campbell i don't know actually i don't know either okay okay well i guess this is how we start y'all we start within like two minutes we're like are they related i don't know i mean like i don't want to assume that like oh she might because she's in the nhl she must be related to this player Campbell's a really common name y'all yeah no but um for real, it's it's really cool to have a, an actual coach because a lot of these positions are, are like front office positions and this is someone who's actually going to be coaching behind the bench next season. There's a really cool article in The Athletic about her and, and her road to getting this position, like being a skills coach for some pretty big names in the NHL and like working her way towards this position. And it's a really good read. We'll link it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was just a really good place to start today. Meanwhile, Puff is probably Googling. Yeah, sorry I am. Um, I don't think they're related. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything that implies that they are. So. We're just going to assume that they're not. If they are, we'll probably just in the next episode go like, never mind, we were wrong. Sometimes we're wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not, though, this time. Yeah, no, I don't think they're related. So. No. Okay. While we were distracted doing that, um, we had a whole bunch of uh, signings of, G- of GMs, assistant GMs, 
that kind of thing. Um, my favorite was Kevin Weeks breaking the new Sharks DM from an actual Shark Tank. It seemed, or like I love that. Um, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know where he was, but I love that he just reports wherever he's at. And yeah, did you see the comment underneath his tweet where somebody was like, "How long did you wait by this?" Yeah, shark that was the best he, part. Like, how long have you been waiting happen? with that shark to make that yeah. announcement? Yeah. Like it's he like if he knew the, the trade was gonna time. happen, did he stand there and wait? Like yeah, I was like <laughs> I heard rumors. Like yeah, maybe I should yeah. But it was good. It was uh, Mike Greer is gonna be the GM of the San Jose Sharks, the first black GM in NHL history, which is another about damn time. About damn time for sure. Yes. And they had a whole and press good- conference after that. But like just the Kevin Weeks announcement, I think like. Sorry, it was kind of more interesting than the press conference to me. Yeah, I'm I'm not a press conference person. Is anyone a press conference person? I am, Puff. I'm the press conference person on this podcast. I know I've been away for a long time, but I'm still here. I'm alive. I'm the press conference person. The thing that's so great about press conferences is if you watch the press conference after the game, you don't need to read any of the like articles the next day because guess what? That's where all the quotes and the articles came from. Hey, like whenever I see like any message, Puff knows this. Whenever I see any message to start with starts with breaking and then a name, I just automatically assume that it's like some kind of Kevin Weeks thing going yeah. on. So, like whenever I see a random post on on like online on Twitter or whatever, I was like breaking, and then it's something completely different. And then I DM Puff. I was like, I thought this was gonna be Kevin Weeks, and she's like, Irish. Shut the fuck. That's ridiculous. It's not even remotely related. Yeah, like you sent me one the other day that was like about the Jonas Brothers or something, and I'm like, why the hell yeah. did you think this was related to the NHL? It wasn't, but like my brain is automatic. Like my in free agency season, my brain is automatically conditioned to be like, ah, oh, Kevin Weeks is breaking some big thing again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, not breaking the Jonas Brothers. Please keep them in one piece. Thank you very much. <laughs> But yeah, we we have uh, a new uh, GM for the Sharks, and we have a bunch have a couple of assistant GMs as well who were sadly just announced in a tweet, even though it was still really awesome news. But you know, no, uh, I think the Maple Leafs were actually first uh, to announce their new assistant GM, and that's Dr. Haley Wickenhauser, which is yes going to be very exciting. I like I'm making myself say the doctor part every single time because that's important, y'all. Mm-hmm. She is a doctor. She is a doctor. She is a doctor, and she's gonna make the leaves better. She's a medical doctor, not a PhD doctor, right? I don't know. I'm pretty she's a medical doctor. Let... Okay, sorry. Now I've got this, this is up. gonna be the episode where we're like, I don't know. Let's Google this, and you'll find out mm-hmm. live on the air. Well, not live for you because it's a podcast recording, but you know, I'm ninety percent sure she went to med school. So like. I am pretty sure it might be both. I don't know, but either way, that's smart. She's smart. Oh my god, her Wikipedia page is so fucking long. Ooh, a degree in kinesiology. Okay. Okay. Uh... Okay, so yeah, she graduated with a degree in kinesiology. Thank you. In 2013 and completed medical school at the University of Calgary's Cummings School of Medicine in 2021. Uh, so that, that it does make her a medical doctor. Yes. I don't think she has a PhD. Medical doctor and assistant GM to one of the oldest franchises in the NHL. Um, 
She's going to run Kyle Dubas' shit, probably. I love it. She might actually be immune to the Kyle Dubas uh, glasses <clears throat> flirting thing. I don't know. We'll see. Toronto's made some moves, but I haven't seen any like big, big things. Well, goalie shit. But we'll talk about the goalie carousel later when we get to our free agency segment. Meanwhile, assistant GM, awesome. And the Devils also announced uh, their assistant GM, which is Kate Madigan. She immediately got to make uh, one of the picks for the Devils at the draft, which I saw, which is really cool. That is really cool. Um, um, and then, and the, then the LA one. Kings actually announced the yeah. signing of a legend. Manon Room. Manon Rion? Rion? I, I don't mm. know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Manon Apologies for my French better. pronunciation. Um, Madame Richet, if you're listening, I am so, so sorry. <laughs> it's been too long. But uh, yeah. yeah, she was announced as a uh, hockey operations and prospect advisor. Uh, we last saw her, I think, at the All-Star game when she was one of the uh, All-Star goalies for the yeah. breakaway challenge. But of course, she is, um, you know, a legend first woman to play in the NHL. Mm-hmm. So I would say that too. Please so remember her for that, not just as. Hmm? I have nothing left to say. You're just saying everything I was going to say. Yeah, this this is the problem when you have just me and Puff. You know, we just have we have one brain cell, and it just like ping pongs between Europe and Canada at lightning speed. It's true. But please remember this legend as like the first woman to play in the NHL, and not just the woman from the All Star game. Please. Yeah, I have made this mistake. Just, I have learned from it. Or just, oh, the LA Kings hired a woman. Like, it's she's she was a very good player of, of her own right. Yeah, exactly. It was Jessica Campbell, but I yeah. have, like, I'm not familiar with all of them. So, yeah, most oh. of these women like have, are very experienced in hockey or in hockey operations. They're like, mm -hmm. these aren't just like people hired for some diversity quota, y'all. Yeah. They're like, they're good at their job. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then I believe that we're done with representation station for now. Mm -hmm. For now, hope hopefully yeah. there will always be more. Hopefully later. we'll like, be interrupted with more awesome representation station news. But right now we're just going to go to some other people who are good at their jobs, um, except their children. Yeah, the draft. The, uh, the, do I, is it inappropriate to say boy auction on the podcast? <laughs> You know now that you've said it, Mac's gonna keep it. But yeah. they're all they're presumably eighteen, or they will be eighteen by this by the time. Oh God, there were some seventeen-year-olds in there who haven't turned eighteen yet. So, mm. no, but that that's that's fine because they they do it based on like when the they'll be eighteen by the next season. Yeah, they'll be eighteen by September fifteenth. Yeah, like that's what the benchmark is. That's the uh, we've had this discussion before. I think about Austin Matthews and and Ovi. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the the boy auction, as Puff so charmingly called it, uh, provided us with a lot of fun um, drama and narratives, and uh, everyone being really surprised at who went first, and then drama. It was delightful. Yeah. Personally, I love the Shane Wright like evil eye at the uh, <laughs> at the Canadian table. Presumably, this is just internet gossip, y'all. But people were like, I think he's giving them the evil eye. I'm like, okay, I'm going to run with that because that's the most dramatic answer I and thought, I like it. 
I saw a thing on Twitter, so I don't know how accurate this is because I think it was from like some gossip site. So don't yeah. quote me on this as like a fact. But I saw that um, p- part of why he wasn't taken by some teams is because they didn't like him in interviews because they I think they thought yeah. he was cocky. And I'm like, well, he has exceptional status in the CHL, and he's yeah. like been told he's going to be a first overall since he was like 14. Like I don't blame him for having also like like aren't all of these little fuckers affectionate cocky yeah if you're gonna be a professional athlete there's gonna be a certain amount of cockiness that's come that's just gonna come with that right well yeah and i well i think the i think the landscape of the league is changing a bit because we're used to oh Sidney crosby connor mcdavid who know they're really good but they can't they don't say that right they're like oh well if i make the olympic team modest canadian boys we can't say that we're better than everyone else yeah whereas now we're coming to younger guys who are like no i'm good and i know that i'm good and i don't know that some of the teams like that and i'm like i think they're totally valid to say that like they should own it like good for them good for them yeah so anyway shane Wright did not go first overall instead we have uh, that was the real surprise yeah we have yuraf slavkovsky i am so sorry i can't pronounce his name um Um, and you were the one who wanted to do a whole segment on him so i i love him he's my new favorite hab um so uh hold on let me open this tweet i want to get this quote exactly right because i think it's hilarious yeah because the quotes are just so good so um he he did, was doing the wing gate at the uh the combine he, yeah the combine so he damaged the bike during the wing gate and uh that's a good start he, yeah and they asked him about it and like oh did you damage the bike and he said uh for sure i want to damage everything in here <laughs> Which is like that's some metal shit. Yeah, and um, just a great after he got drafted by the Habs, second language, by the way. Yeah, and after he got drafted by the Habs, they asked him. Oh, he has like a Leafs hat. They like, I think they um, he said he tried to get rid of it, but he had no takers. Yeah, no one wanted to pay for it or something. Yeah, it was really funny. And uh, I believe in interviews, he got asked if he could cook, which is such a funny question. Yeah, how do you cook? I love that they're asking them. Yeah, and then they said, oh, he said, like, yeah, I can cook. And they were like, oh, well, how do you cook? And he's like, with a stove. Anyway, I love him. Which might be translation error, but it's still fucking hilarious. I love him. Yeah. No, I think he's just, I mean, it could be translation error, but I think he just has a dry sense of humor, which obviously resonates with me i i still think though the funniest uh the funniest bit was isaac howard the tampa bay's first round pick and he was like he was all decked out he was the drip was good as the kids say i don't know what the kids say i'm old um none of us are but he just came out there and they asked him about and he was like i'm already the best looking i might as well be the best dressed yes which is I exactly, that. I mean, like, if you're going to talk about cocky prospects, exactly. that's exactly it. And it's no, I so love that good. energy. I love, I love that. that. I love that. I love Own it. it. Yes. Just love that. Love that confidence. Me too. Who was it who fell down the stairs? Was it Morgan Geeky? Yeah, I like, I, was it Was it the other Geeky? Was it Connor? Was that Connor Geeky? I don't know, because we, we had a video, and then the Twitter who posted it got deleted. Oh. Or change their name. 
and now we can't find it. But um, yeah, I mean, that would be absolutely my biggest nightmare and also my most realistic prediction of me at the draft, falling down the stairs. Yeah. almost falling down the stairs. I would actually fall, probably. If we were going to do, like, out of this podcast, um, the awards for, like, most likely to trip down the stairs, it would be me. Yeah, I'd probably just slide a couple steps and then stop on my butt. I would just miss a step and fall down the whole way. Yeah, I can see that for you. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen. I don't I don't know if I should appreciate that. <laughs> I'm being roasted. I'm just I'm just saying, like obviously I hope you don't fall down any stairs, but I'm just saying I can see it happening. Like it wouldn't even be the first time this year that I've fallen downstairs. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but speaking, I think, I do believe that was Connor Geeky, but yeah. speaking of the Geeky family, we have, uh, Morgan Geeky getting sassy on social media, which I loved because, um, I believe somebody yeah, tweeted a little, a little bit of, of context for the, uh, for the entire, um, for the entire conversation that was actually going on here because it wasn't just, um, Morgan Geeky being sassy on Twitter. It was literally like two random fans on Twitter going like, oh my god, Morgan Geeky sighting, and then one of them was like, where? And then the other person's literally said, I don't know, they did an audience shot and I could recognize that bald ass head anywhere. Yes. And the next second, Morgan Geeky himself, because the man apparently name searches, was just responding to those random people on Twitter going, hey, watch it. And you're like, yep. oh, fuck. No, it was funny. Underneath, they were, like, a bunch of them were like, oh, so this is the tweet you see. <laughs> yeah. Like, the two of them who had been talking, they were like, oh, so of all the tweets we mention you in, this is the one you see. Yeah, this is, like, there are many, many tweets about Morgan Geeky. Um, yeah, I, I, if I were him, I would probably respond to the one about his hairline sooner than any of the other weird shit I see, but... I mean, yeah, I Either way, it. this is almost, like, he obviously name searches himself, just like some people from the Oilers broadcast who hey. then... Um, slip, slide into Puff's DMs. Hi, but... Jack Michaels. Hi, Jack Michaels. <laughs> no, I will never let that die. I'm sorry, Jack Michaels. Funny. I'm not sorry. I like. I got the DM, and I was like, I look at my phone alerts, and I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I had to like check it was real. I'm sure those those people who like saw that Morgan Geeky replied to them were also like, I have to check if this is real. Yeah. I'm like, did somebody just... Because, you know, somebody can just put the same name on it, put the same profile yeah. picture. So I was like, there hold are, on. I have especially to like in, like in free agency season, you see a lot of people like changing their names to look like yeah. a, a verified account to make... Like to pull a lot of rumors out into the world. And Sometimes it gets really difficult because there's a Jim Matheson account that looks almost exactly yeah. the same. And he's not verified, right? So yeah. um, I remember there was like somebody... Jim Matheson being one of Puff's and all of us least favorite Oilers reporters. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember, but he's they he they made like a parody tweet, and then like actual reporters were replying to it, like they thought it was him, and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. I mean, apparently the p person doing the parody Twitter did a really good job because everyone thought he'd actually say that. Yeah. I don't know okay. what that says about Jim Matheson, but we're just gonna leave it at that. Speaking of weird tweets, though, did you see the devils come come get your food thing? Yes. Yeah, I, I was, was the one who shared that with you guys. I was like, yeah. you guys need to see this. 
Um, who who said that? Um, it was a uh, Mark Dumont. Dumont. Yes. Uh, yes, Mark Dumont. He he was like, okay, let me read it to you guys. It's this is from the draft. He was at the draft. If anyone from the Devils is reading this, your food delivery has arrived and can't find you, and I ate all your fries. I mean, so valid. Why wouldn't you? I hope the fries were good, Mark. I hope so, too. Um, Somebody underneath tweeted, oh, I hope that wasn't for Amanda Stein. <laughs> Amanda's delightful. I, yeah, she's great. But it's just, yeah. Did you actually see at the draft that there were a couple of teams who were like, hey, let's invite draft picks from like 2020 and 2021 who didn't get a traditional draft and, you know, give them a draft experience after all? Because that was... Oh, no, I didn't see that. Some That's of the cute, cute stuff I saw. I know the Rangers did it for um, Othman, I think, one of their prospects. But I uh, actually was super moved by the one they uh, that the Golden Knights actually did because they have a, a prospect from Ukraine. And um, they, like, had him out at the draft, and they, you know, fi he finally met everyone that he was gonna, uh, that he was supposed to have met if the draft had gone ahead as usual last year, and just, like, they, they finally got him that draft experience, and you know that, you know, being from Ukraine, his, his last couple of months have been yeah, rough, no matter weird. what his situation is, so it just, it felt extra meaningful, and I'm a sappy, sappy bitch, so I was very moved. Oh, um, you you know Mike Stevens on Twitter. I'm just thinking of another Twitter thing. Sorry. Yeah. No go. Um. Off. So he had he had this funny thread because he was also at the draft where he was like breaking news that means nothing. Kyle Dubas is chatting with Bill Guerin right now, and then he like kept tweeting and he was like, "They're still talking. Dubas is now on the phone." And then um, I wonder what it means. It, sorry. And all just like speculating about what yeah. it could possibly mean that he was on the phone. And then the the last tweet was, "I went to respond to a text and have lost sight of Dubas. He is in the wind. I repeat, he is in the wind." It was just great. Uh, and I don't, I don't yeah. think because Toronto did make a trade at the draft, but no, but like Toronto fans, you know what Toronto fans are like, right? So yeah. I'm like, okay, that's Toronto hilarious. fans are. Um, and I may or may not be basing a lot of my uh, image of Toronto fans on Steve Dangle. I'm sorry. No, I but think yeah. he's better than most Toronto fans. I'm True. sorry, Toronto fans. Like, <laughs> I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you you're are not one of those good, fans. You're not if you're listening to this. But, yes. Yeah. But, you but there know. are definitely some Toronto fans who like read into everything and have like whole conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah. There were a bunch, like, one of the f things I really loved about the draft of social media was that the Canucks completed their collections of Elias Pettersons. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah no, there was a, there was a bunch of tweets with the Spider-Man pointing meme, and, yeah. which I loved, and then Elias Pettersson, the first? The first. I, the I, I, I actually, y'all, yeah, I make the script, and in our script, I called him Elias Pettersson 1.0. Yeah, like, what, I, what do I call him? Like, the Prime? Elias Pettersson P Prime? Prime? PD Prime. Um, so he also he posts about like the uh, the science and the draft on his Instagram story. Like, oh yeah. yeah, we drafted this guy, and then immediately after the story, right after is the Spider Man yeah. pointing meme, and I'm like, yeah. yes, amazing. You gotta love the Spider Man pointing meme. They they actually had never met at that time anyway. Uh, they asked no. uh, PD 2.0, and he was like, no, I've 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 never actually met him. 
uh, the funny part was that there was a, a Sean McIndo of The Athletic actually posted this weird stat related to this. The only team in NHL history to have two guys with the same name at the same time was the 1988-1989 Canucks who had two guys named Greg Adams. Don't say you never learn anything important from this feed. Wasn't it on Instagram, I think, where also where uh, PD Prime replied to like the Canucks post about the drafting yeah. and was like, oh, we're going to need another nickname. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Which I'm I just, thought was I'm, funny because isn't there already like... another PD on the Canucks? And then there was like a. Yeah, Nick Patan. It was Patan? Yeah, I think so. I think there was a whole subsection of hockey Twitter who was like, wait, but PD, that's PD's nickname. You can't yeah. get called someone else PD. I'm like, no, it's just going to get even more complicated. Mm-hmm. How many PDs? I, I think, I guess that that's a good thing that the Devils didn't draft Jack Hughes. Yeah, I mean, they could have. But wouldn't that have been an even weirder stat if it was two teams that had yeah. different guys who are unrelated with the same name? But no, they did not. So um, the LA Kings drafted Jack Hughes, whose dad was also Kent Hughes, is also um, with GM the, of the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. So and then I think he straight up told them, I'm not going to draft you first. And he was like, thanks, dad. But yeah. he ended up going I mean, 51st you can't overall. Draft your kid first overall, like especially no. if that's a reach, y'all. Yeah, no, but he had a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, that like if you, as long as uh, as long as you have a good sense of humor about it, I will love you regardless. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how easy I am. Yeah. Like, so for example, hear... the Flyers pick was yeah. a big Sydney Crosby fan growing up. Like as. <laughs> Yeah, didn't you say send him back? I was like, can we still exchange the pick? Yeah. But no offense to Cutter Gauthier. Um, I'm sure you're lovely. But for a moment there, I was like, dude, dude, you, you've been picked Isn't by the like Flyers. Swedish? You know this. That's such a non-Swedish name. Like, I'm not judging him for his name. I'm just like, that doesn't, if you heard that name, you wouldn't be like, ah, yeah, Swedish. He's not <laughs> Swedish? What? No, he's something. <laughs> he's something oh this is going yeah, to get good sorry, that is not helpful um no no i just remember seeing something about his grandmother and why she liked the name cutter and uh oh yeah no i don't think he is he was born oh, probably he's from in why did i think he was swedish what the heck was going on in my brain we were talking about oh he's born Patterson. in sweden okay born in so sweden. i i did have something yeah swedish born american some. ice hockey player okay so i was Sort of right, but mostly sort wrong. Sort of. A little mostly bit. Wrong. Little a little bit. bit. Mac, little I hope bit. this is super confusing when you edit. But yeah, I just wanted to make a joke about the Flyers pick being a Crosby fan. I'm sorry. I actually think the Stars made an excellent pick because their pick could cook. Like, and not just like pasta, because all these idiots, well... I mean, judging by some of the uh, yeah, development camp cooking sessions. Hmm? Didn't he say he likes making risotto? Yeah. Like, that's not an easy exactly. one. Yeah, like most, most, um, like, most guys who get picked, like, have to go to development camp and do a cooking session and, like, like barely escape without the fire alarm, like, the smoke alarm going off. And this guy's like, oh, yeah, I'm 17 and I make risotto. I love that. I love that. He's Swiss, by the way. The stars have a Swiss boy. They were like, we have enough fins, and the fin we wanted got taken one spot ahead of where we wanted him. But yeah, 
they decided to take the Swiss boy who looks vaguely like Miro Haskin, and they were like, that'll do. Which works. Though, I think one of my favorite draft stories is the Anaheim Ducks one. Do you see that, Puff? Uh, oh, the baby pictures? No, wait. No, um, the uh, duo. Anaheim oh, Ducks yes, drafted yes. both Kristen Luneau and Noah Warren. I was They've known each other since they were too. 10. They were both picked by Gatineau in the top 10 of their uh, QMJHL draft year, and they're both picked in the second round by the same franchise. Hmm. Like, I'm not saying super buddies, but I'm sort of saying super buddies. Yeah. D- only, like, well, maybe, okay, maybe they're not quite on super buddies level. They probably don't use the same sticks, and they probably didn't ask the GM, like, hey, can you draft my buddy too? But it's still a nice story. Yeah. Oh, the baby pictures, actually. We yeah, should talk I don't about the know baby why pictures. I thought that was whatever the ducks were doing. No, but there, um, this is, um, I wasn't sure if I should put this with, like, social media or um, just our, our draft coverage, but uh, there's this really cool pick uh, of, I think, yeah, a couple of the the top picks or, or mid-first-round picks this year. Uh, Ivan Mirosh... Okay, hold on. Um, I'm sorry. I don't speak Russian. Ivan Miroshnishenko, uh, the Washington pick, Rutger McGrory, the Winnipeg pick, and Matthew Savoy, the Buffalo pick, at a 2011 tournament in Italy. Um, there's a pick of them together, so, which means that like this was 11 years ago. They would have been seven years old, and it's adorable. Aww. Like these are these three kiddos. And you never would have guessed that, like, 11 years later, they would all go, like, first round in the NHL draft. It's cute. Puff is making, like, oh, so cute faces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to interrupt, um, did I just put something in the in the channel that I just, I'm not sure where to put it, but I wanted to touch on it. Oh, yeah, no, just first real quick. Thank you, Joe Beninati for um, putting a sort of like pronunciation guide for Miroshnishenko in uh, on Twitter. I'm trying, I'm getting better, but thank you. We're trying. We appreciate that he, that that's out there at least. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Puff had a last minute edition that we really got to talk about. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure if I, well, I just wasn't sure if we should put it under um, a social media or free agency or whatever, but I wanted to talk about, uh, so Victor Meat got Mete. signed with the Leafs. Yeah. Oh, Mete, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I know this because he was a senator last season. Oh, okay, my bad. He was a healthy scratch um, for the Senators last season. Yeah, but uh, I think he has since deleted these tweets, but when he <laughs> uh, got drafted, people immediately pulled up that these old tweets from, like, 2013, where he's like, now it's time for the Leafs to get embarrassed in the playoffs, hashtag, aw, yeah. And then, like, Leafs are honestly so bad, and <laughs> they're, they're like, deleted now, but, yeah. He was not lying, because the Leafs do tend to get embarrassed in the playoffs. Wait, was 2013 yeah, it, was 2013 that it was three one OG? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Steve Dangle will know, but yeah. either way, like he is not wrong about the Leafs getting embarrassed in the playoffs. But it kind of looks bad if you have now signed a contract with Toronto. 
Yeah, I just love that there's this entire brand of tweets from players before they're either drafted or signed with a team where they're like, this team sucks. I hate them. And then it like ends up yeah, with them. Morgan I think that's, Frost. Um, Morgan Flyers Frost. Pick. I think Carly McAvoy. Yeah. Um, Morgan McAvoy? Frost and the Flyers suck. Yeah. Uh, post. Charlie McAvoy had a Bruins suck something post. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what he said, but yeah. yeah. there's It's a whole genre. Like if you're if you're um planning to uh be a professional hockey player, maybe don't put your opinions about certain teams on social media because you might get picked by that team or sign with them later on, and you never yeah. know. Yeah, let's uh let's go with uh, some final thoughts on the draft. Have we decided on any uh, prospects we're adopting? Well, you're off Slavsky. Yeah. Slavkovsky is definitely up there. I'm sorry. I don't, I do not know how to pronounce this. Me correcting Puff's pronunciation is a running gag on this show. It's fine. (laughs) No, but I, it's not even like, I'm not even doing it for the joke. I just generally can't pronounce anyone's name. (laughs) No. um, This is, um, ask Puff to pronounce Huberto. Just saying. Oh God. Do you, do you want me to do it? Like, no. No, because it's, it's Hoover Doe, but I, once I was trying to say it and I just fucked up so many times, I started calling him Hooby Dooby Doo, which, which uh, is fun. Uh, hopefully he doesn't find that offensive. If he does, I will stop, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Kibi um, Ranta is another one that was also there. Yeah, oh, Kibi Ranta. Yeah, no, I said Kiri Vantiara. I am planning on adopting Frank Nazar, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks 13th overall pick. Any reason why? Because or he just... is delightful. Because, well, like, he got picked, and he was just, like, odd and smiling. Like, the whole oh. way... Th- I don't know. It was, like, the vibes were so good. I love when they're excited to get drafted. He was so... He was just, like, so genuinely excited. And there were a bunch of, like, pictures and, and um, social media content of, like, the day of the draft. And he was just, like, excited and, and happy and funny the whole time. And I was like, yes, this this child is delightful. I'm That's sorry funny. that the Hawks have traded away everything they've ever owned, but you're fun. I like you. Yes. And all the other prospects, I will get to know you once you're in the NHL. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I tend to adopt them when they're NHL rookies and then yeah, get way too. too attached when they're injured. Bo Byram, shout out. <laughs> yeah, I don't really pay attention to juniors that much. Maybe I should, but I just I don't really. Like, maybe if I've, like, seen, like, World Juniors over the summer, I think I'm going to watch a bunch of that and be like, oh, yeah, this guy. Now his I name mean, sounds familiar. But I, thought, I tend I to get a little more attached Kings. when they have an NHL team, so I know that if they're yeah. playing for a team I like or not. I mean, I followed the Oil Kings uh, Memorial Cup run, but that was largely because of Luke Prokop. We love Luke Prokop. This is a Luke Prokop, Luke Prokop stand podcast. Yeah, sure is. How, speaking of Luke Prokop, actually... Let's let's just um go to the develop our brief development camp segment because he is at the Predators development camp. Yes, we and we had a, a big uh, a screaming happy moment about that and turned into the Luke Prokop stand podcast for a bit there. Yeah, as he deserves. Really. As he deserves. Mm-hmm. We just want him to do well. We want him to be happy. We want him to make his NHL debut at some point and be the first openly gay man to play in the NHL. That is very important. This is the queer neurodivergent podcast, y'all. Sure is. Um, um, 
meanwhile, running like the whole gamut of emotions about development camp, um, I like this um, Dumais guy uh, the Blue Jackets have. Such a, a nice, nice prospect, that guy. I'm saying nice because his number is 69, y'all. Oh, <laughs> I didn't get that. I was like, what? No, I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, this is not going to translate, but I think it's funny. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that was good. I, I love when they put out the tweet. They were like, ah, oh, Dumas pick 69. Like every single reply is like, nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. I hope they get four, 420 replies saying nice. And that, Mac, was just for you. Your, um, is that weekly, almost weekly, bi-weekly um, 420 joke? You're welcome. Also for Mac, Caps Development Camp. Yep. Podcast favorite, Hendrix LaPierre. Uh, Max and Steph's favorite, uh, Hendrix LaPierre. And Vinny Iorio were uh, roommates this year. And there were oh a lot of God, like fun TikToks and videos. And like they were strategizing the scrimmage and everything. It was very fun content. And we really just wanted to do an, oh my God, they were roommates. Yeah, we just, we really just wanted to be able to make the reference. Yeah, so development camp was really fun there were a bunch of teams who streamed their scrimmages uh where i learned that the red wings have a prospect called amadeus i like that i had rock me amadeus stuck in my head for like three days after that so of course awesome dude also he dude got a hat trick so i'm very proud of him i do not follow the red wings but i'm very proud of that dude and that dude alone fair enough yeah like some of these names of these kids getting drafted, I'm just like, cool. Jagger Furcus was another name where I was like, oh, ja- yeah, Jagger Furcus, yeah. I was hoping I he'd him. go to the Flyers because he's super ginger, but alas. no, he's super ginger, and he just, I don't know, he has vibes. He's so vibes. <laughs> he's so vibes. He's so vibes. I can't even describe it beyond that. He's just so vibes. He looks like Wade Allison, except in a slightly different font. Flyers yeah, sort of. Like if you weighed weighed Allison like more of like an uncle. <laughs> I love Wade Allison. Please come back. Yeah. Uh, other than that, the Flyers are a garbage fire. No, I don't want to talk about it. Let's head into free agency talk. <laughs> Okay, well, let's do a little bit of a, like, uh, I guess, a very slight connection there of the, the Claude Giroux, who used to be a flyer, has now signed with the uh, Ottawa Senators. I know that Iris is very excited about this. Um, I am geeked as fuck, y'all. Yeah, and uh, there was, and then Connor Brown got traded, and there was all these jokes that he got traded to free up his number for Claude Giroux, maybe, because he was yeah. 28. Number 28, it can only be Claude Giroux. Personally, my favorite signing that the Suns uh, had was Gavin Giroux. Oh, did he sign a contract? They had a picture of Claude Giroux signing and then another picture of Gavin Giroux holding the pen and like acting oh like God. he was signing. I was like, cute. yes, this is my favorite signing you guys have ever done. Thank you, Pierre I mean, Dorian. Me too. I mean, who wouldn't want Gavin Giroux on their team? Also, he rocked the Senators jersey, by the way. Gavin Giroux killing it. Mm-hmm. That is all. Um, but with... Uh, Speaking of adorable children, though... Um, I was going to go to the other Water Senators move. 
but you can you can go that way yeah i i, I wanted to make a do a really brief like segue to adorable oh, children wait, wait. uh ryan mcdonough got traded to the preds Oh, and did you I did an interview. Did you, see, though, did you see that with Gavin, with Claude Giroux, that uh, oh. when there was a picture with him and Gavin, did you see the comment that somebody made where they were like, wow, I didn't know Debrinkit was that short? <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I was absolutely, okay. I love those jokes. Uh, there were also jokes people are like, oh, a picture of Claude Giroux with his new line mate, Tim Sutzla. I was like, he's not that young, y'all. He's, he's 20 now. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, go um, go ahead. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go make a brief segue to adorable children. Uh, Ryan McDonough was traded to the Preds from Tampa? I say off the top of my head, people have I changed teams so much, y'all, I can't keep track. And um, he did an interview, which got um, interrupted by his children knocking on the door. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, he was so ready. Like, he didn't he was even so hesitate. Ready, like, guys, 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 guys. One second, I'm finishing the write-up, guys. It's just yeah, like the that, door that, opened that's and a dad he ready. like whipped yeah. around and like was like ushering them out. And I was like, oh my god, like he like he like you know like he's been trained for this. You know this has happened before. Yeah, this is not the first interview or important meeting they've tried to interrupt. Yeah. No, what I love is that his daughter was like, Dad, no, this is really important. And she starts telling him anyway. And he's like, no, no. And then he like no. pushes them gently out and closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now now we can go back to the other Senators trade. I just have to get that, get that off my chest. Mm-hmm. The Sens signed Alex the Brinkett, y'all. They traded for Alex the Brinkett. I am thrilled. I know a lot of Hawks fans are going to be mad. Um, I kind of accidentally manifested this because I was in uh, our fantastic intern Jess's DMs going like, oh, I know everyone's saying the Brinkett's going to the Devils, but I kind of just want him to go to the sentence and literally like 30 minutes later, no, not even 30 minutes, I think like 15 minutes later we just got news that the trade had been finalized and That's Alex funny. Brinkett was going to the Senators. Oh, You're welcome. Uh, and then there was a funny thing during the draft where um, the so the uh, um, so the senators essentially traded picks for Alex yeah. Debrinkat, and so like during one of what would have been one of their picks, they they posted a tweet where they were like, "Alex Debrinkat is our choice," and the and the Ottawa Senators are have proud to select, and then they just posted a whole package of Alex Debrinkat highlights. Yeah, it was good. Um. Anyone who Shout is excited about the Ottawa Senators is thrilled about this trade. The city of Chicago was very not thrilled about this trade. Oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah, on social media, I believe that was the Blackhawks, they posted like, a, oh yeah, we've made this trade. And then underneath in the comments on Instagram, uh, the city of Chicago posted like, oh, not a good move. Or what did they say exactly? Yeah, they were not. Hold on. Yeah. Let me let me pull it up. Um, it's loading. Uh, they said L. Yeah, as in loss. Yeah, just L. That was it. Just L. <laughs> the official city of Chicago account, just loss. Which, I mean, it's a very mm. aggressive rebuild. I don't think they have a lot left right now. I think it's just Kane and Taves and a bunch of. AHL players at this point 
Yeah, well, well not they, entirely. They, Sorry, Seth Jones, but um, I was a little surprised they didn't even re-sign Dylan Strom to try and get something yeah. from a trade with him. Uh, now yeah. he re-signed with the Capitals. Um, Steph and Mac are super excited to see him with the Caps. Like, for real excited. Our um, le- uh, our resident goalie expert is also like from a purely hockey and non-narrative standpoint, super excited to see Dylan Strom on the Caps. Um, as as a move for the Hawks, it just makes no damn sense because they could have just traded him at the deadline or like gotten some picks for his signing rights or something. Yeah. Like they did that. Like I've seen a bunch of of teams like trade someone's signing rights. Like the Avs gave up a bunch of picks to try to the right to get the rights to uh, uh, Georgiev, uh, their new starting goalie. Yeah, like a. Uh... Uh, like, I get that people consider Dylan Strom a draft bust, which, like, I have a lot of opinions on that term. But I hate that term that. and I reject everything about it. I hate that term it. a lot. But, um, and I get that people think he didn't perform up to the level expected Dude, of a he was third so overall. Good. It was... But, but, like, yeah, I do think he's very good. But even, no matter how good you think he is, they he was definitely undervalued in yeah. that um in that they didn't re-sign him and they didn't try to get anything back yeah he put up like ridiculous numbers playing with patrick kane and alex Brinkett, and they were like well he's not gonna you know if we trade the Brinkett, he's not gonna be able to do that again i'm like he's still gonna be playing with patrick kane like if you want to keep patrick kane happy you just traded like the rest of his line yeah and you like i know they're in a rebuild and it's like the most aggressive rebuild i've seen mm-hmm. but you kind of still want like players that are gonna get butts and seats right like someone's gonna need to pass the Patrick Kane would would I be excited to see Lucas Reichel pass the Patrick Kane absolutely I do I think he's ready to be a first line center in the NHL I don't think so prove me wrong please but yeah who even knows well you know maybe maybe the Hawks should just sign Jeremy Jaeger since apparently he's yeah, available. Yeah, he's, he's still available. He um, <laughs> he uh, made sure to tell us that on uh, on social media. He also made sure to tell us that he's looking for a defenseman. So I think there's a trade in there. If the Hawks want to get rid of Seth Jones <laughs> and that contract. <laughs> oh my god. And then sign your reaction. I am totally kidding. I like I have nothing personally against Seth Jones. I just have something against that ridiculous cap hit. Um, he, in a in has, a rebuild, he signed for quite a bit. Yes, that's true. He signed for nine and a half mil, mm-hmm. and now the Hawks are paying the um, what they call a recapture penalty, uh, for Duncan Keith retiring because uh, back in the day, NHL teams were allowed to sign players to like ridiculously long contracts. Yes, like um. With with the intention of like they're not going to be playing those final years and there's they're just going to be on LTIR the whole time so it doesn't matter and uh they kind of just outlawed outlawed those contracts and now if uh, a player retires before the contract's up um the original team gets a recapture penalty which is like five mil against the cap this year wow yeah so that sucks for the Hawks you know it's probably a good thing they're in a rebuild because if they were a contender this would have killed them. Yeah. Though to be fair, the Pens are still playing Jack Johnson two mil this year. Hmm. Dramatic pause to drink something because I love a dramatic yeah, that pause. Yeah, doesn't have quite the same effect over. Audio and I love only. talking about Stanley Cup champion Jack Johnson. 
Oh, speaking of Stanley Cup cha champion Jack Johnson, did you see how he uh, took his kids to have ice cream in the cup? Yes, I did. Yeah. Because uh, I put apparently it in when the he won, we wanted social to... Social uh... media segment even, because I wanted to make sure that we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, no, because they... Uh... I think he said after they won that the kids really wanted to eat ice cream out of the cup. Yeah. And then there was a picture. He, he I took think the cup to Columbus, by the way. Um, what? Sorry? He took the cup to Columbus uh, yeah. and then Dublin, Ohio, uh, to which Puff was like, wait, the cup is in Ireland? I didn't know there was more than one Dublin, okay? Yeah. Um, America is not very original. They like to use names of European cities as towns. There are multiple Parises, multiple they Dublin. They could have at least named it New Dublin. Hmm? They could have at least named it New Dublin. That would have been less confusing. Yeah, there's a Dublin in Ohio and Georgia, like a, a whole bunch of places. It's it's funny. It's for it's it's great for confusion's sake. At least the Dutch people, when trying to make a complete mess of what's now New York, mostly did, just did New Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Mostly, we just wanted to talk about Jack Johnson's kids eating ice cream from the cup because why the hell not? Can you imagine if you're just like a, a ice cream store employee? Somebody walks in with the Stanley Cup. It's like, oh, can you scoop yeah. into this? It's like, uh, just like the pic. There, there's a picture on the internet, and it's like one of the employees is like completely non plus, like completely, you know, already focused on the next thing. And the, the other one's like staring at it, going like, oh. <laughs> I would be so That's endeared, like, seeing these kids eating out of this giant trophy. I don't know. Yeah. I just... We brought our own bowl. <laughs> yeah, there have been a couple of guys who've already had a, um, a Stanley Cup day. Uh, usually they do, like, a UFAs, so, like, free agents and stuff first. Uh, this year, uh, Nicola Obe-Kubel was the first one. They probably wanted to make sure that, you know, if it got dented, they got it done right away. I'm not sure. But also, he was a UFA. Uh, later on, he didn't get a qualifying offer. I just made I like so many jokes. To get it over with. Like, they were like, well, we yeah. might as well get his day over with because he's going to break it again. It's probably going to be a mess. And then he uh, didn't get a qualifying offer and signed with Toronto. And there were so many jokes online about, like, it's probably a good thing that the guy who dented the cup is going to go to a place where he's <laughs> never going to get a chance to touch it. Oh, my God. Which is so harsh. But also, I laughed my ass off. So sorry. Yeah. Fair enough. Just, just fair enough. It's one of those jokes where you're, like, mean but not untrue. I love the Kane's Twitter tribute. Oh yeah, to uh, um, future prospects. future considerations. In future considerations. You've been a great help to us good. here in Carolina. Blah, blah, blah. I love that. Uh, for those of you who don't speak trade speak, um, when a team trades someone for future considerations, it's basically like to be determined. We might this might help you out the next time we trade with you. Basically, it's nothing, but yeah, it's, it's just a nice word. Yeah, it's essentially like hey, we needed cap space, so we gave you some guys, and this puts us in your good graces in yeah, the future. exactly. This That's might help you next time. considerations means. Um, the team will remember this Sims yes, emoji. Yeah. Like, sort of like an IOU almost, but 
not almost quite. but not quite like it's not a guarantee yeah but it's you know it's, it's like it. the sims where you get little little pluses over your head <laughs> it's a little bit a little, little like that yeah or like the gm will remember this that's that's what it is <laughs> yes but either way like instead of doing a tribute for the actual players who left talking to you ian cole um they did a very lovely uh twitter graphic for future considerations i mean he's been all over the league i guess we can get to what i thought what i hoped was going to be a joke johnny hockey to columbus that was a surprise for everyone i think that was a surprise for everyone because we were all like Either he's going to go to Calgary or he's going to sign with the Devils because he's a hometown boy and he wanted to sign with the Flyers, but the Flyers decided to sign Tony fucking D'Angelo instead. Yeah, and then... You can't uh, see my face, but I'm making my very disappointed face. I think the Islanders were also in the running, but I'm not sure if he was interested. They were in the running, but I always felt like if he's going to go, like, I'm pretty sure he'll... Like, I think he'd want to... He's a Jersey boy. He'd want to go to Jersey and, like, playing with guys like Jack Hughes... No, that's I think, what I thought too, but then he yeah. went to Columbus, so I don't know, maybe Islanders really were an option, because I wasn't expecting Columbus to be an option either. No, apparently, well, apparently Columbus had, has a really good children's hospital, and his wife used to work at a children's hospital. Yeah, yeah, she is a pediatric nurse, I think. Yeah. But she hasn't been working. So if this is all for Meredith, who is, by the way, um, expecting yeah, baby wife. hockey, mm-hmm. um, that's valid. Meredith, I hope you uh, kill it. I hope you have a great career. But I was super surprised and kind of disappointed. I did see a thing where somebody said that it was like a tweet summarizing what Johnny Goudreau had said on Tim and Friends. And uh, so he was on Tim and Friends and they asked him about like, oh, well, why Columbus? That was kind of a surprise. And he kind of uh, went around the answer for a bit. And then he came around to, well, like, oh, well, we wanted to be closer to my family, but not too close. Yeah. Which I thought was Which just, is, like, so like, hilarious. It's so real relatable. as someone who, like, lives relatively close to your parents, but, like, still a little bit away, so they can't just, like, come over Yeah, without telling like, me. It's so yeah. valid. I love my parents. I really do. I think a but lot also, of us feel I want that my way. Own place. Thank you. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, no, I get it. But also, um, I was disappointed, and I was not the only one, actually. Andrew Brown um, definitely had some thoughts about this. Yeah, so he's a um, news anchor for CBC uh, Calgary. And uh, he, he, on his segment signing out after the trade, he said something like, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow unless a news station in Columbus offers me way less money, in which case I will go and do that. <laughs> which is hilarious. Which- <laughs> I, it then, was um, so harsh, but also I laughed my ass off, laughed. and every time I hear about it, I will laugh again. Yeah, and then a news station in Columbus, Fox 28, um, saw this and then basically did a segment about it where they were like, oh, we're prepared to offer you a Way less as, money! Yeah, a position They as had a an actual Johnny- check made with, way, like, literally with the words, way the, less money Where the amount it. goes, yeah. Yeah, it was good. And I don't know, maybe maybe Johnny Hockey just wanted to get over his fear of the cannon. Maybe that's all this is. Yeah. Cuz like I like as someone who is also terrified of that thing, Johnny, I can't relate, but also I would not commit to that kind of exposure therapy. 
<laughs> no, me either. I don't. Well, I think he said that he's like, oh, well, now it's a positive sound. But I'm like, I don't know. No, I think it still I still sucks. Flinch. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I still think I'd flinch. Yeah, every single time. One of the things I'm I'm still excited about on Flyers is Joel Farabee. Oh yes, he's great. To get into our 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 so our um he's um he's had surgery, he's recovering, so he probably won't be ready to start the season, but he is uh still having fun on Twitter, that's for sure. Um in fact, and this is actually almost uh 2 years ago, 2 years ago, Jesus. Let me rephrase that. This is actually almost two weeks ago. He uh, re- he tweeted the greatest champion in the life. world about Joey Jaws, competitive eater. Good for him. Jill Farabee knows his athletes, y'all. He knows real champions. Speaking of champions, uh, Stanley Cup champion Samuel Gerard is a massive troll. And I can substantiate this argument. Oh, yes, yes, I saw this. He... What was he? He was doing some interviews. He was, uh, he was giving an interview. And um, this was like an online interview. And he still had a dorky pic of Tyson Jost as his background. Yes. So, like... And then, yeah, he supposedly had trouble changing it. I don't know how much of that was genuine. Yeah, like, it, was, it seemed trolling. It was This was a French interview. Um, like, French-Canadian. So, like, uh, my high school French isn't going to cut it here. Uh, so he finally took the background down and literally revealed a bunch of skeletons in his closet. Well, n- not in his closet, in his basement. Or in his basement. Yes. Either way, it was yeah, just... There was a bunch of skeletons. Like, like actual skeletons. Like, not no metaphorical shit about it. Well, they weren't... I don't think they were, like, real human skeletons, but they were, like, skeleton decorations. These skeleton decorations, like, in July. Yeah. And I get that you missed Tyson Jost, buddy. We all do. But that was something. It was, yeah, it was sure something. That's something for we love to talk about on our um, social media segment, I guess. Uh-huh. Speaking of trolls, though, um, I thought of Genny Malkin was also uh, having a great old time of it before he decided to resign with the Pens. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, no, he was like, there was. Something posted on Instagram. I think oh, it yeah, was the Chris the Letang posted signing. About Chris Letang re-signing, yeah, yeah, on Instagram. And then Evgeny Malkin uh, under, underneath uh, posted about uh, like a, a comment that something along the lines of, oh, I hope I don't have to play against you. Yeah. Which, nice trolling, Gino. Yeah. I think it worked. The Pens team is like on average, I think, one of the oldest teams in the NHL, but they got their boys signed. They did, however, um, not. They did, however, lose Louis Domingue. Oh, they lo- oh, of course. They lost Louis Domingue, famously a uh, third string goalie known for his epic comments in the series against the New York Rangers. Yes, and his. And uh, his baking. Spicy pork. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, w- I always want to bring up the baking and the know your role. But yes, uh, yeah. the spicy pork. Yes, so uh, he is now with the Rangers, and uh, he was it. Which is, I think, hilarious. By the way, like he gets signed by the team who beat the Pens with him and with him in goal for some of the series. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't remember if this was on Twitter or Instagram or what, but he said something like, "Does anyone know a good spicy pork place in New York?" Yeah, 
which is asking for a friend asking for a friend i love that he leans into the joke though yeah no he's yeah he seems like a good sport yeah personally um what cracked me up was um did you see that picture of a former hawk then leaf david kemp oh yes (laughs) yeah like Every time I see that pic, that stupid, uh, I I hear um, he's shredded. I hear he has an eight pack oh, yeah. sketch yeah. idea comes into my head. And I think Mitch Marner agrees. Yeah, apparently. No, because I, I, I don't know what the question was, but I saw that there was a I don't know if the question him. was even remotely related because this is Mitch Marner we're talking about. Yeah, but no, but they, he, there's this quote from him where he's like, oh, by far the most... Fit. The most jacked guy I've ever seen in the, the NHL, and it's not even close. Yeah, about David Kampf. He was like, yeah. oh yeah, not even close. The follow-up is even better. When he takes his shirt off, probably not a lot of guys in a room love it. Yeah, that was good. I just That is such an out-there quote to have about your teammate, buddy. I just, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the man is jacked. Shredded. Yeah. As they say and i think the eight pack isn't true. even an exaggeration so no i there's don't that. Is, no. okay okay puff now we have to talk about the best schedule announcement ever oh yes so the Dougie and, and the horniest fucking video i've the ever devils, seen yeah no i love that the devils leaned into this and that they were like you know what we need dougie hamilton going to six flags and they were right they were right. We want it all the time. I want the outtakes. I want a 30-minute video of this. And, like, they took him past all kinds of, like, rides and things that were, like, related to their opponents. So, like, something with the penguins, something with island islanders. And it was just, mm-hmm. it, like, some of some of the, jo- some of the like, the connections were a bit of a reach. But it was so funny yeah. that I was like, I don't even care. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that's corny. I was like groaning, but like in a way where you're like, oh, this is good. And it was like every 80s, 90s show you were embarrassed to watch. Like that was exactly the feel of it. Mm-hmm. The acting was exactly every show you were embarrassed to watch. No, I'm trying to remember some of the jokes now and I can't remember any of them. Yeah, I'm gonna find the link real quick. See if I can get some of them because they were too good. Yeah, it's no, uh, actually called Dougie's one. Great Adventure. It also has a nice like, um, like the music is also very. Oh, oh! 80s. There's one where he says he's talking to uh, security at the park, and he's like, "So, since you're security at the park, would you say you're yeah. a park ranger?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, sure." And then they, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. like, and then he's like, "New York Rangers schedule." <laughs> yeah, the jokes are just. It was. They were bad jokes in the sense of, like, they're so bad, they're good. Complaining about New York drivers for the Islanders. Okay, I thought that's what it was when he was doing bumper cars. Like a fly, the flying thing for the Flyers. Yeah. Yeah, he wins a penguin and then, like, ta- like ugh, a penguin. It's just, like, they thought... Yeah. Oh yeah, we're about to be shot out like a cannon, and then wink, and then you get the blue jackets. Like it's it's that level of cheesy. And if you only have two minutes um, to click on anything at all, we've talked about today, click on that. Yeah, definitely. 
it's it's the music it's the the whole cheesy cheesy feel of it the I acting love it. is terrible i'm gonna watch it like, again three so more times again. after we record this probably yes as as you deserve uh, yeah please do this every year <laughs> um also i would like to see how other teams um beat this tbh like i would love be- to see try, try to one-up the devils next year please i would like to see them try yeah we deserve more we deserve more of this mm-hmm. um things we also deserve more of tiktoks about um running to staples to print your nhl contract yeah yes i would like to thank jeremy davies girlfriend aaron for this one um because she posted on tiktok about oh well like when you're running to staples to sign your boyfriend's nhl contact because you don't have a printer at home like yeah. you can't afford a printer it was great i was like this is the gen z millennial experience it's too real i have also gone to some weird ch- places to get shit printed so yeah it's a mood also she had the like the home depot sound on yeah, she it, had it the was, home it depot was sound on even though yeah. it was at staples i was like okay i thought that was i like funny. it Go with it. it. And um, let, let's let's close it out with uh, be careful what you say on social media or, or you know. Mm-hmm. This was a late well, edition. Well, yeah. Be careful what you say on social media. Like, as we saw, Morgan Geeky no, is uh, name searching himself. And apparently, yeah. uh, so is... Um, yeah. Uh, Hirtzen, uh, Mason Kiertzen Mason from the New Jersey Devils. Yes. I am pronouncing his name the Dutch way. Y'all can add me, whatever. Um, <laughs> someone like was like shitting on him getting a new contract, and I don't know how this person is related to him. And I believe, but it's his either way, friend. like his family found that tweet, y'all. Yeah, Margaret. We know family members of of NHL players um, name replied, search or find this shit. Yeah, she replied, "What's your problem?" And then like sixteen question marks. I'm pretty sure that's his grandma, which I love. I mean, you love some sassy grandmas. Yeah. I think we can uh, we can move to some um, weird, weird stats uh, before yeah. we uh, to wrap it up. Before we wrap it up, personally, my uh, one of my favorite weird stats was uh, I really had to think about this. Uh, Cap Friendly uh, tweeted this one. Um, thank you, Cap Friendly. I love Cap Friendly. Um, if you ever want to know how much money your team does or does not have, uh, check out Cap Friendly. They uh, tweeted this fun fact that in his 15-year NHL career, David Perron has played for five different teams. He's been traded three times, and he's been selected in one expansion draft. But despite all that, he's only ever signed a contract with the St. Louis Blues. Five contracts signed, all with the Blues. Yeah, until recently, I do believe he signed a contract with the Red Wings. But yeah. before that, but yes, until then, this, this the was Blues. tweeted on July 12th, by the way, before he signed the new contract. So, um... Oh no, it was July 11th. It was July 12th for me because it was like 2 a.m. my time. Fair enough. But yeah, either way, that's like such a weird... I've played for like four or five teams, but I've still only ever signed with one team. Yeah, I, and that's, I think that's, it's funny that's that like it... the, the contract transfer. Th- like contract and yeah, and it's transfer, not even like he signed so like one long contract and then... It, no, it's like multiple contracts all with the yeah, same. Yeah, five language. contracts. Like what the heck? Yeah. I mean, yeah, one of them is going to be your entry level and shit, but it's still... Mm-hmm. What? 
And then our other favorite weird stat before we are done is a uh, Ryan's per season count for the NHL Rangers. The New York Rangers. Why did I say NHL Rangers? And well, they are in the, they NHL, are the NHL, though. Rangers. <laughs> I thank you, Stad Boy Steven, on Twitter for this. Um, the With- like They have a Ryan's per season count, and uh, thanks to them signing Ryan Carpenter, their Ryan's per season count is back up to three. Yes, because they uh, it makes up for them losing Ryan Strom. Yeah, the other Strom. Uh, I believe that is the first episode of our off-season content done. I don't know that we have anything. Yeah, else. we we were t- talking about doing a bunch of games and stuff, but apparently uh, those uh, prospect fuckers were so uh, funny that we had like a whole segment to talk about just from them. Yeah, no, we thought we'd have to make up stuff, but we didn't at all. <laughs> we just got to stick with like a bunch of stupid social media content, which is where, yeah. which we're, we're good at that. Yeah, we're uh, Yeah, we'll record again uh, late July, early August. Um, we'll see if we play any silly games at that point or if we have like stacks upon stacks of weird free agency content, because that's going to keep happening. Nazem Kadri hasn't signed anywhere yet. The Flames haven't figured out how they're going to replace Johnny Gaudreau yet. Lots of things still to come. The goalie carousel will never stop spinning, I think. Darcy Kemper is in Washington. Um, Cam Talbot is with the Senators. Ilya Samsonov is with Toronto. Jack Campbell is going to go to Edmonton. Who knows where the carousel ends? Do you want to talk about soup and stew? Oh, sure. Yeah, Mama Puff is excited because um, the Oilers signed Jack Campbell as our Soup. new goalie. Um, he's probably going to be the starter. And then uh, Miko Koskinen has gone to play in Switzerland, I think. And uh, and uh, the, the, we, the, we don't know what Mike Smith. No, Mike Smith is on LTIR. Yeah. So Mike Smith is on LTIR for the foreseeable future. And so we have Stuart Skinner, who is our was our kind of third goalie. He's come up to be the backup officially. And so now our goalies are soup and stew. A whole meal. Yes. Mama Puff's excited about it. She kept showing me different tweets about it. And we love to share some good Mama Puff content on this podcast. Oh. It okay. it's just like for once it's about co- content that Mama Puff shares instead of like me sending Puff tweets about Matthew Kachuk on vacation in Greece and going you can't sh- can't look at this with your mom around so <laughs> it's a dangerous life I lead living on the edge living on the edge Puff will continue to live on the edge between now and our next episode depending on uh, when you're gonna listen to this um yeah. Okay, you cool. never you never know what will have happened by the time you listen to this. Maybe all our talk about which goalie is where will be completely outdated. You never know. Yeah. Have a good off season, I guess. May your may we'll, we'll be back go in your favor. Yeah, may the odds of the draft lottery no, we already did that. Be yeah, in your favor. Yeah, the draft lottery happened. So yeah. Yeah. May free agency odds ever be in your favor. May your best player not sign in Columbus out of nowhere. Okay. 
and that is all right that was it um yeah we recorded again in a couple of weeks in the meantime if you want to hit us up if you want to talk to us if you have any questions comments whatever you can find us on uh twitter omg twt pod and on instagram as well or you can email us at omg they were teammates at gmail.com which uh, mac is most likely to send you an answer if you email us uh, there puff will look at your email and that's it swipe it just look at it yeah it's probably really pretty we just don't know and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks hopefully with like well it could either be the iris and puff show again or we can have jess and mac back on who knows you'll see in about two weeks and we look forward to seeing you bye seeing really well metaphorically you metaphorically said see seeing. first you will metaphorically see us in two weeks you said see first it's my fault i'm sorry <laughs> Hearing from us. Fine. Fine. <laughs> watch watch the content. You'll you'll it's way funnier than we could ever be, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're we're limited by the uh audio what's the word? Audio only uh, aspect of this. Uh you don't want yeah. to see our like d- exhausted faces recording this right now trust <laughs> the audio only medium that's what i was thinking <laughs>